Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hey guys, welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters and I co-host this podcast, which is all about movies. Movies that you probably have seen and that I have not. Justin, October has been a month. A month of like really, really scary movies. And true life horror outside. And true life horror. Yes. There's... I mean... California's still on fire, guys. Guys! (laughs) Every week now we begin this podcast, we're like, and the world is on fire, but it is. And I don't know how to make it not be anymore. It just is what it is. Well, so, so, uh, you guys probably heard this in the beginning, we went straight out of the burbs of LA. So we live in SoCal, and uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how like we were in the mandatory evacuation zone for a big fire, yada yada, whatevs. There was a new fire uh, just a couple days ago uh, north of us. So we were okay, but people we know live up there, including my own mom. Uh, their houses were in the evacuation zone, and it's just like rinse and repeat, basically. Jeez Louise. It's crazy. I know. It's crazy. But but none of what we're dealing with is the same as what uh, our friends in Northern California are dealing with right now with this Kincaid fire, which is apparently something like, oh God, 37,000 acres, I think was the last count at least at the time of this recording. Um, it's really, it's, it's, it's terrifying and horrible, and our, our hearts go out to everybody up north. Stay strong, brothers. Uh, happy Halloween, guys. So this is our happy Halloween episode. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot, Justin. Change subject now. Change subject womp, womp. now. Happy Halloween! <laughs> yes. So uh, as we record it, it's mm-hmm. not Halloween yet for us, even though we did go to... A Halloween costume party. We did. So that, that's always a fun party every year. Um, and we uh, fully support and ride the family costume train. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Although, Justin, this year you weren't totally convinced when I first said, hey, I think this is what we might do. And you're like, you know, we don't have to do what the kids do. We could do our own thing. <laughs> well, because surprise, surprise, it was chosen by our kids. Yeah. And usually... I mean, usually I'm fine, but the problem is my costume always requires like a lot of like headgear or facial gear or, you know, (laughs) and of course it being California, uh, Uh October, it's hot as hell. So they chose the, the Lego movie theme. They did. And that meant that I had to be Lego Batman. I thought you were a brilliant Lego Batman myself. (laughs) It's hot. It was really hot in that suit. I believe you that and it that was hot. Helmet thing. I only made one baby cry. You did. <laughs> Even though I tried to like go in with like the baby talk. He he wasn't just guys, he wasn't just like dressed up in like the costume. He had the mask like covering his face. Like you would have there's no way to know who is behind the mask. And he walks up to this sweet little baby and goes like, "Hi baby Mia." And little baby Mia looked at him or his mask and just started crying right away. I promptly ran ran away from the baby. You you were like, ah. That only lasted like 10 to 15 minutes and then I took it off. And then I was just like regular Batman. Yeah. But this guys, the best part about this was before he got dressed, he's like, what do I wear with the Lego Batman top? Do I just wear like jeans? And I was like, yeah, I think that's fine. And you were like, no, sweats? And I'm like, please don't wear sweats. Please don't be Lego Batman in sweats. But they're black. And then Brooklyn's like, yeah, daddy, wear sweats. So thank you for not wearing sweats. I wore exercise pants, which is basically just a distant, a different consistency of pants, Chrissy. Yeah, but because <laughs> it's like I will not go to a party with anyone wearing sweatpants. No, no, but not even if it's for a costume. I'm just saying, not even if it makes sense. Batman does not wear sweats. <laughs> okay, he's also not made of Lego blocks, you know. <laughs> but we're just pretending. 
Chrissy was Unikitty. I was. But like... I had to piece together my own costume. Non-helmet Unikitty. Because so they don't make lucky. an adult Unikitty costume. So I had to like I improvise. I put my Lego Batman helmet on you and you could have been like... Lego like Batman a- Kitty? <laughs> yes. People would have been very confused. And then our kids were... Um, Lucy. 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 Wild style and Emmett. Yeah. The best part was I when we walked into this party... Uh, you walked in first and so people were just downright intimidated by you like because you know you guys Justin's really tall and, <laughs> ginormous Lego Batman so yeah so basically like we walked in and I watched grown ass adult men look at him like whoa and kind of like stand back as Justin walks by and then I walk in second and I was I guess pretty recognizable and people were like Unikitty right away and then the kids walk in and they could not remember the character names for those for those Lego characters so everyone was just like you guys look great. What are your names? <laughs> his his perma face is kind of like a what would you call that? Scowl. Like a scowl. So I guess I was Lego Batman. That is. And then I had like my lobster claw hands. But yeah, our son had some too as Emmett. He took them off right away. Yeah, the the helmets didn't last too long. It's hard to walk around. With I'm not gonna on. lie though, guys. One last thing about these costumes. I think we were like true to type about it. Like out of everybody in the Lego universe, Justin is probably most like Lego Batman. <laughs> what does that mean? Our son. <laughs> Our son is like the embodiment of Emmett where he's like, everything is awesome all the time and everything's going to be fine. Our daughter is definitely more of like the kick ass of the family. She's definitely wild style. Yeah, she is. And then there's me who's like, everything is sunshine until it's not. (laughs) Where are my snacks? (laughs) Uh, I I ate some sugar. I ate a sugar bomb at the party and it literally like lit me up. (laughs) I didn't know you. At that point, like you reached for it and I went, oh, <laughs> that was interesting, guys. Yeah. Lots of fun. Oh, yeah. by the way, what? Uh, special note, November 1st, that's Friday, right? Yep. November 1st, if you're listening to this, Friday, November 1st uh, is our, our television debut. Oh, yeah. Of the drop the drop the sugar stuff. Hashtag awesome. drop the sugar. Get to, get to look at skinny Justin, his svelte face on your TV. Yeah, and that was, I'm even skinnier now than I was then. That was like over a month ago, right? Was it? Yeah. It's been oh, a, wow. It's been a while. All right. We're cool. behind. I've already been on three shows, guys, that you haven't even seen. That's how, <laughs> that's how, that's how crazy it gets. So, so. by November 1st, uh, check your local listing, CBS. The doctors. Yeah, check um, us out on The, the doctors. doctors. I'll probably, I'll put a link on our social yeah. media, of course, as well. Good choice. So, uh, after eat all that candy for Halloween, consider mm-hmm. uh, dropping the sugar. Yeah. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, if you're in LA, it airs on KCAL as opposed to CBS. So I think so. Yeah, like check I said, out. check your local listings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else has been going on, Chris? So we went to Halloween party. We uh, had uh, fires. I had a parent-teacher conference where Brooklyn's teacher called her exuberant, and yes. Brooklyn said, "I don't know what that means because my <laughs> grandmother hasn't taught me that word yet." She is exuberant, guys. That is fun. She is proud of her. Uh, I don't know. That's I think it. that's kind of it for now. We're looking forward to Halloween as well. I'm taking a trip to the whale's vagina this week. She's going to the whale's vagina. San Diego. San Diego. I'm coming for you. Uh, but it being the end of Scary Movie Month, which I'm sure makes Chrissy hella happy. Hella uh, happy. We had to close it out by watching two scary movies. <laughs> scary one of them, I think, was at least trying to be scary. Uh, let's start out with the actual scary movie first. Okay. The, the one that Chrissy actually hadn't seen before. It was voted on in a poll. Uh, we went with the uh, the 1981 Halloween 2. I shot him six times. I shot him in the heart. He's not human. Universal Pictures presents Halloween 2, more of the night he came home. Who is it? There was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason that wasn't even remotely human. (laughs) This is some kind of a joke. I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Janet, go tell Mr. Garrett we're having trouble with the phone. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Logline on IMDb is, while Sheriff Brackett 
and Dr. Loomis hunt for Michael Myers. A traumatized Lori is rushed to hospital, and the they don't even have. Come on, IMDb, what? grammar check this. Rushed well, to hospital. If it was written by somebody in England, they oh, say, is that, that what they they don't they, they don't, don't have say the, the yeah whoa yeah things I should know. it's like university they say they don't say the university rush to hospital and the serial killer is not far behind her dun, can, dun, dun. now can you read it in english accent no uh <laughs> directed by rick rosenthal uh writers john carpenter and deborah hill it stars jamie lee curtis donald pleasance charles cyphers jeffrey kramer lance guest pamela susan shoop a bunch of people Dick, of people. Dick Warlock plays the shape. The shape, Chrissy. Why are you giving me that face? The shape. The shape. Uh, Michael Myers. Oh, okay. Um, I never seen what the shape. Chrissy, you've never seen Halloween too. Yes. What do you think? So I'm, I'm comparing this against the other major things you have. You've been having me watch like Freddy and Jason and. Now there's this one, right? So, so you're going to compare it to one of your favorite movies? Stop. You stop second, it right now. your second favorite movie? No. Okay, go ahead. Never. I think out of all three uh, canons, the Halloween one is probably the one I like the best. Whoa. I feel like, you know why? I feel like it's actually scarier than the other ones. Um, and, and let me dissect that for a second. I know that there's obviously a diehard Freddy audience who listens to this podcast. And I, I think you're probably in that camp a little bit, Justin, a little bit, just a little bit. I, I mean, as you established a couple weeks ago when we did that episode, I fall asleep in every single one, every single one of the nightmares, which is kind of interesting. So I, I guess it's to me, it's not that scary and it didn't age very well. I know other people disagree with that, but yeah, I don't, I don't love it. Jason, I don't love either because I feel like it's just about, you know, killing young women and and it's not my cup of tea. This one, I actually feel like it has kind of a slower burn to it overall and that there are moment, moments of heightened drama and heightened um, fright more than I found the other two to be. Uh, as far as this particular movie is concerned, I actually enjoyed it probably as much as I could enjoy these sort of older, you know, alley movies. Jamie Lee Curtis is a badass, guys. She's kind of awesome. And if it weren't for her and the music, this movie would not be as good as it was. But the combination of her and the music made it an enjoyable movie overall. Wow. Cool. There you go. It's almost like a rave from you. It's not a rave because I have tons of shenanigans where I'm like, really? Really? Throughout. I was like, for instance, like, why is it so dark in this hospital? Do they not oh. have lights? Is there a power outage? Where are all the people? Chrissy, are they in the middle of nowhere? Chrissy's like uh, 20 questions over here. And I'm like, I don't know. They're trying to conserve energy. I don't know, Chrissy. But shit like that bothers me. It, it's sloppy. Turn on all the lights. No, it's sloppy because I'm like... Are we just supposed to believe that like this is some sort of like weird deserted hospital where there's only like two nurses that running the, the entire show? What, maybe a doctor? I'm not even sure. One doctor who sat in the back. Well, it's a holiday, Chrissy. Everyone's out trick or treating. All these doctors and nurses yeah. and uh... safety doesn't take a holiday. Okay. <laughs> the logic police over here. I I am really bothered in general by any movie that is illogical. Um. I'm a Freddy fan first, then probably a Jason fan, then you know a Halloween fan. Oh, we're opposites. Uh, doesn't mean I hate Halloween. It's just that's just what I prefer. Uh, right. I hadn't seen this one in a long time, um, and then my overall view is it's actually pretty good. You know, it, yeah. I, it's basically Halloween continued or l later that night on Halloween or <laughs> <laughs> tonight <laughs> on minute, Halloween. Ten minutes after the first <laughs> Halloween started. Yeah. So I wish they 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 could just do like a um you know like a Lord of the Rings compendium and just put them together into one big movie. All right. I know a lot of people. Even John Carpenter says this movie is like trash. Oh really? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Which he he wrote it and <laughs> he didn't direct it. <laughs> um, I think it was like the the story was he wrote it because he wanted uh the money that he thought he was owed from the first one. Fair enough. Uh, but he wrote it after like drinking lots of beers every night. Like he got wasted and just wrote it, and that was his. This sounds like a good movie. <laughs> so There's only like... gonna be two nurses, two, uh... no lights. So <laughs> once you know that, and then you watch it again, you're like, okay, man. <laughs> like it's not maybe it's not as good as the first, but I thought it was. 
I thought it was fun. So the, the, those three main things that I remember about this as a kid. Number one, the infamous uh, hospital hot tub scene. Yeah. Which is very strange. Yes. Have you ever seen like a... What are, what are those a things called? Therapy hospital? tubs? Not like that. Just no. like a whole room of, full of therapy tubs? No. Do you know what I think of when I think of those things? I think of those dogs that are like learning how to walk again and they put them in like a harness and then they put them in like the water tub and make them basically jog. Not like a sensual atmosphere right right off the get-go, but then, you know, they have this couple in this movie that really like, there's some, uh... <laughs> Chrissy, what did you say when when this happened? I said she's got nice boobs. Yeah, some 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 epic epic boobage. Although, can I ask you a question? Maybe this is more a question about the whole genre in general. But it, it, it occurred to me for this movie as I'm watching it unfold, and like so many of these, like I can't even call them B stories. It's like I don't know G stories, <laughs> way down on the list. It, they're so extraneous; they don't need to be in the movie at all. There was no reason no, to show. They the didn't re- need to be, but yeah. You know, as a young teen or yeah, whatever yeah, kid, yeah. Whatever. I'm glad they were, Chrissy. All right, fine. You have to learn somehow. And like when she was late, I'm like, oh, is this going to be a thing? Like later, I'm thinking, I guess more of you know more modern filmmaking where something like that happens. Like it's going to be something. It means something later. Like she's going to be late, but she's also going to kick ass. Like glad I showed up late to kill you. But it didn't matter at all. She what is weird in the movie because like he's like in the tub already, and he's watching her as she gets. Uh, undress like you assume that she's like putting on a, a swimsuit or something because she comes out and she's got like a, a robe over herself right and then she's like bam and he's like bam and then michael Myers is like bam <laughs> bam bam, 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 bam. bam. <laughs> like the way he like dunks her in the Ugh. the thing it's bad kind of reminds me of one of my our favorite jason x kills where it's you know the what is it the frozen you remember he freezes her head in the thing oh and, like, and smashes it yeah by the way i don't i don't know if you've noticed this justin but whenever there is, in my opinion, a grotesque kill, I don't really watch it. I turn my head or I cover my eyes. I narrate it for you, though. Well, you don't need me. But this one, this one, and you know, earlier I said the music was really good. The sound effects were actually pretty good in this movie, too. Because I, I judge it by, I turn my face and I'm not watching. But Squelch. I know that Squelch. he was like, I know he was like basically drowning her in scalding water. And then, no, the sound of the wet thud she made when he tossed her aside on the ground. Yeah. It was like. And I went, oh, oh no! But the best part of that scene is not even the boobies; it's the fact that he like comes up behind her and she like starts like sucking on his oh, thumbs. Oh, that was so gross! <laughs> Talking about sound effects, it's so like so gross. And gross, Justin. <laughs> Michael's like, that's oh. so when she stops. I, he's like, I did think for like a split second, I'm like, is he gonna be like, never mind? I guess you don't have to die. Turns into a different kind of Halloween movie. <laughs> So wait, okay, I have a question about Michael Myers. Michael Myers has needs too. Does he though? <laughs> All right, wait, here, here's my question. So the Loomis? Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. This is the Dr. Lo- Loomis monologue show. It is, it is. Although I always appreciate like a good... <laughs> no co- one ever listens to me. Possibly British. <laughs> I told everyone. You know, anal- analytical person on the side. You know, Dr. Loomis got a gun. <laughs> that's that, this, he like shoots him a lot in this movie. Right. So here's my question. So Loomis is telling everyone, he's like, no, he's not human. He's not, he's not an animal either. He's disturbed. Or like whatever he said. Yes. So here's my question. How the fuck do you kill Michael Myers? Because it, no matter how many times they shoot him. Welcome, they- to, welcome to the Halloween series, Chrissy. We have so many <laughs> left to go. Now you've seen uh, one, two. You've seen three. Uh-huh. And At H2O at some point in Chrissy, time, many years ago. Chrissy, uh, massive h2o fan so we just got to continue <laughs> massive but wait can you can you explain to me though because you've seen all of them evidently why is he unkillable uh because he is basically superhuman he's like a superhuman zombie you know person but then how is Jamie like Lee curtis his sister uh Cause apparently he had human parents <laughs> she didn't get the soup the superhuman crazy gene i don't understand well, you know, there's a lot of mythos there, Chrissy. <laughs> and also, she gets older. Like, there's a new one coming out, for God's sake. I know. We got to watch that one now. She's like so, uh, grizzled right. Laurie Strode. So isn't he grizzled, too? Like, doesn't he age? Doesn't he move more slowly? Does he need a hip replacement? <laughs> These are a lot of questions. I see. I have questions. Uh, uh, 
gratuitous hot tub scene, number one. <laughs> yes. Number two, the scene where uh, the last starfighter, or at least the guy that played the last starfighter, comes into the room and the nurse has been dripping blood in the room for like how you know she's, oh yeah because they like he, he like, walks in and slips and i <laughs> knocks said himself out. and i said i didn't know that uh that michael myers was also a phlebotomist <laughs> on the side and knew exactly how to drain somebody by their vein it's interesting and that's when i was like chrissy you don't know michael myers evidently not he has he's multi-talented <laughs> you know what did he do to was, that, and that then, car and outside which is the car, another great scene and i was like what come on that the, it, the, the scene where you. he like passes out on the horn yeah. that's a great scene oh i was mad at him when he did that though but I'm, it is a great scene but i asked you when when none of the cars would start and like the tires were slashed i'm like when did he have time to do this. When was there a moment, a free moment to do this? And you were like, he's Michael Myers, Chrissy. He multitasks. Well, he, number one, he doesn't take breaks, Chrissy. You know, <laughs> only time he takes a break is if like some, you know, woman in the hospital is sucking his thumb, apparently. Yeah, clearly. But, he, you know, second. he's always like on a mission. You know, he's walking somewhere. He's killing something. But he walks really slowly. He's, he's MacGyvering something, you know. So he's whatever. a mechanic. He's a phlebotomist. <laughs> He's got a lot well, of side he hustles. This, he was in this institution for several years, so <laughs> I don't know how many. Like, what was the second like books? woodworking class? Was he like reading lots of books? <laughs> he walks really slowly. Okay, so speaking of favorite moments, mine is when Lori is like trying desperately to get away from him, but she's hobbling everywhere, and she gets through like a window, and he's just like, eh, eh, like aimlessly slashing at her with one free hand, and then uh, she makes it to an elevator. Maybe that happened first, and. It's the slowest walk I've ever seen in my life. She's basically like pushing the button over and over again. It's like cut to the button, cut to him, cut to the button, cut to him. But that's better. That helps the suspense. It does, and it it's also like it is follows, a little laughable. But it's yes, Michael but it's Myers. also a little laughable because you're like, okay. I thought it was great. Every once they get to the hospital, I was like, yes. Everything from the hospital on, I was like, yes. <laughs> um, there's a lot of great like foreground, background shit going on in this movie that I liked. Right. I like a, a lot of the. Like weird um, steady cam, like from his point of view stuff in this movie. Right. Like I said, I haven't seen it in a long time. I was like, this is pretty solid. I enjoyed and this. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, so this goes in line with what I said earlier. I enjoyed this movie. I liked it better than the other series that we have been watching, but I have so many illogical questions. <laughs> like I would say this, this is better than both. Um, Freddy's dead yes. and uh, Jason takes Manhattan. A total. Well, everything is better than Jason takes a boat. Well, I know Freddy's dead is like one of your favorite movies of all time. I can't with you. So uh, I, I had to put that out with there. You. Nope. All the nope. So yeah, the main things I remember about this movie were the hot tub scene, the falling and knocking yourself out in the blood scene. Yeah. And then Loomis just monologuing a lot. And, you know, he killed a person like he killed an innocent person. <laughs> What do you remember? Yeah, yeah set yeah. them on fire. Oh, like yeah. he's not very good at his job. Uh, even though he says he's really good at his job, and he's like said that no one, no one was really listening to him. Right. Then there was that whole scene and toward before they got to the hospital where like they they ran a car basically accidentally into a, a I keep wanting to call him Jason a Michael. That's what I just like, said. That's no, what that, just said. that was a, there was another one. That was an innocent person. Yeah, no, I, but there was another one. Was there? I thought there were two. Like <laughs> he killed two innocent people. That's what I thought. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's what's crazy. He's like, we have to stop Michael, and he's like killing people too. He's like, oh man, I want to be like Michael and kill all these innocent people. I'm Doctor Loomis. Yeah, can't do a Doctor Loomis voice. No, but overall, uh, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is not really in, in it that much. You know, she's like comatose for half of it. Well, yeah, and that's then she the wakes. Question and I and then she wakes up, and the last Starfighter is there. I'm really weirded out by the last Starfighter being in this movie. I know you keep you keep mentioning. Do you it. remember that movie? A little bit. It's the arcade game. If it was one. The, yeah, yeah. If it was, if it was his, like he would annihilate Michael Myers. If if, if it if was, was an the arcade if, game. If, no, if, <laughs> there is an there is a Halloween <laughs> game. That's great. Uh, um, wait, wait. I had a question, and now it's like escaping my brain. Ooh. You want to talk about the hot tub scene again? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jamie Lee. So, why was she so comatose? Was it? Are we assumed that to, that she was given drugs or something? Because they open the movie with basically the end scene of Halloween, where she's fought off Michael and like don't they give her someone like mistakenly somebody gives her something, something when she groggy. gets to the hospital, right? I guess they do. Yeah. And they're like, she's no. like, she's like, I don't want to be asleep. Yeah, because I didn't realize like she was that badly injured after the first one. 
Well, yeah. She like fought off fucking Michael Myers. Remember with the hangers in the closet? Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I mean, I knew he that. He never she- stops. He never takes breaks. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when she's like bending the hanger into shape and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's fucking intense. Yeah. She just want to enjoy her, her holiday. Do you feel like, night. I have a question. It's funny when I think back to that scene and which I know is from the original movie about her bending the hangers in the closet and it's taking her like a minute to like fully bend it into shape to finally get so she can use it as a weapon. Oh God. Do you, Are you grading how fast she is and <laughs> no, to making like no, going some somewhere kind of with weapon this. out of a hanger? I'm going somewhere with this. Do you think things like that, it's such a small thing, but th- that would fly in movie making nowadays? I feel like like I kind of inwardly laughed. I'm an elder millennial, but a millennial nonetheless. And I kind of laughed a little bit like, oh, that's what she's going to do? Like fight him off with a hanger, I guess. But I feel like that's not, I feel like nowadays she would be in the closet and then when he gets close, like she would you know, just start fighting him or kicking him or something like that or running or biting. Like she, she wouldn't, there wouldn't be this well, like. It, well, Chrissy, <laughs> if it was today, as I look at your closet right there, you would you have nowhere to hide because if you have no room. I'm small. Huh? So fun fact I've been doing this since I was a kid. I've often thought about my surroundings no matter where I am. Where would I hide if, God forbid, somebody bad came in the room right now? Well, now I, I hate to say it's actually a real thing with active shooters and that's horrible. But I'm little and I always think about it every time I'm anywhere. Like where would be my spot that I would hide? Because I tr- okay. try to be somewhere where you, where you wouldn't think somewhere, someone could fit. <laughs> okay. Where, where would that be in this room? Well, you mentioned the closet. Um, you said <laughs> you say no one would think that you would go no 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 but you were implying that like there's not enough room well, and now, I'm like but now, oh, I, sir. now I'm intrigued I'm like okay where's the small spot that you're gonna hide, uh, hide well, yourself I'm in? improvising right now but do you, so the you gift, see the gift bag, well, bag I have like there? I have like soft cubbies in uh, one of my closet guys where you could put like jeans you and could, stuff gonna, I would go behind it because it looks like it's flush against the wall but it's not and it's soft and it's movable so I would go behind it mm, it's not bad it's like I'm just gonna cover myself with a bunch of clothes. I mean, I'm just gonna et myself. It's in my not own a bad spot. It's really it's like not. That, it's like that shot where et it's is very narrow. But I think I could get in there. Where would you hide, Justin? <sighs> There's nowhere I could hide. That's the, that's the thing. I would just jump out the window apparently and just hope that I uh, only break one leg. Well, you'd be better off doing that in the kids' room because then you can at least step, step on the roof. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Things to think about. Yes. So when Michael comes. So don't use a hanger. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Moral of the story. All right. Well, cool. What well, sounds like we both enjoyed Halloween too. What's your grade? Uh, my grade for this one would be a B. Oh. Yeah. I'm between a C and a C plus, which think, for me is pretty I think good. I the original is an A. Like it's a classic. It's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. This one's a B. It's just a continuation of that one. Um, like it's fun. There you go. Yeah. What, what what was your grade again? I said between a C and a C plus, which for me is pretty good for that is pretty good. this genre. Sweet. Well, Chrissy, I just yes. wanted to, sh- to to impart one thing. Oh boy. From from the trivia. Uh Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to know how uh the guy who played Michael Myers, Dick Warlock, got the job? What a name, by the way. According to uh, IMDB <gasps> trivia. Exactly. He revealed that as he passed by room. The Michael Myers mask was on a table. He put the mask on and he walked into Rick Rosenthal, the director's office, and stood there. Mm-hmm. After Rosenthal continuously asked him who he was and he didn't reply, he took off the mask and asked if he could play Michael Myers. Oh my God, shut up. Really? <laughs> Do you think that's true? That's great. Could you imagine like, Chrissy, I've heard they're making a new, uh, a new uh, Jason movie. I'm just going to grab a mask and just walk into the director's office just like... And not say anything. Oh, my God. They're going to give me the role. Amazing. I can't imagine. No. Most likely, right? Yeah, totally. What if I changed my name to Dick Warlock? I think that had half of whatever had to do with it. (laughs) Uh, That was was pretty much the the most amazing trivia is that he did that. All right, then. Uh, Other than that, Chrissy. Yeah. Do you want to uh, guess Rotten Tomatoes for this one? Um, I'm gonna say it was like 63 percent, 28 percent. Oh shit, that's Rotten really Tomatoes. low. Of course, this is an older movie, what? so that you got to take that into account as well. Um, only did 25.5 million dollars at the box office in '81, which is again 81 dollars, not too bad. Right, too I was gonna good. say it doesn't seem like that was too bad. Anyway, if you've never seen it, obviously it's a classic. Most people have. Check it out. All right. All right, moving on. Yeah, Chrissy. Yes. 
you were adamant that you wanted to watch a film for our Halloween episode that you love, you've seen many times. Right. One from your childhood. Let's talk about it now. It is called Hocus Pocus. From Walt Disney Home Video, the Sanderson witches are flying into town. And now everyone's in for a real treat. Greetings, little beggars. Winnie's the wickedest. Hello. Sarah's the sexiest. Will thou dance with me? And Mary's the hungriest. No time for snacking. They're here to have some fun and practice a little witchcraft. If they could only get it right. She did it. Hocus Pocus on video cassette. Yay! Logline for Hocus Pocus from 1993. A curious youngster moves to Salem where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. Hocus Pocus is directed by Kenny Ortega, written by uh, <laughs> Mick Garris and Neil Cuthbert, stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy. Najimi. Najimi. Wait, uh, say it again. Is it Najimi? Najimi. Najimi. Uh-huh. Um, the kid from Erie into Indiana. <laughs> is it Omri? Is that how he says his name? Uh, I think so. Omri Katz. Mm-hmm. Thor Birch. Vanessa Shaw. Charles Rocket is in there as well. Uh, Doug Jones is in this movie. Chrissy Hocus Pocus. Yeah. You pick this. You love this. I do. Why? So it's funny that you say that I love this and he, we watched this with our kids, by the way, and he kept saying, like, this is one of mama's favorite movies. And I'm like, he's so funny. Like, a minute ago, I was a raving fan of Freddy, apparently. <laughs> and now this is one of my favorite movies, just because I like it. Which um, is, because, I mean, when I met you, you hadn't seen a lot of movies just true. in total. But right. this is one that I know that you like. I so do. I'm like, yeah. oh, because he loves this movie. I, I'm just putting, I don't want to mischaracterize myself as like, Number one fan super, of Hocus Pocus, Chrissy McLean. Hocus Pocus. Right. Okay. I do really like this movie, though. Uh, so I like this movie. It, it came out in 1993, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or 94? Correct. 93. Okay. 93. So uh, I was just shy of 10 years old, which was prime time age for, you know, uh, this sort of a thing. And it, it had everything. It was not too scary because I don't like to be overly frightened. It was funny. It has singing. Uh, it, it's got like more of like the, I'll call it glitter spookiness than actual spookiness. Uh, the director, Kenny Ortega, is the same guy who does the Descendants movies. Which makes total sense Yes, now. it does. So if any of you have kids and you've been in that world, like it makes sense and you would also love this world. So for the same reason our kids probably love Descendants, I loved this as a kid. This is like a... Uh, ABC family movie basically from 1993 but, during the, the holiday season. Yes, you're right. But, but with a, funnier and with better it, actors. Yes. The cast is, the is cast what is sells great. this. I totally agree. So the three of them uh, are marvelous. I, I, I hear they're making a, a, a the word on the street is they're making a sequel for Disney Plus. So I assume everybody's going to come back. Yeah. You, uh, I love Bette Midler. Me, oh God, she's so great. She's so good. She was, in my opinion, as a child, underappreciated by my friends. We all loved Sarah Jessica Parker. We all loved her whole thing. Amaka, amaka, amaka. She was pretty. We all wanted to be Sarah. But oh my God, now that I'm older, I want to be Bette Midler so badly. Oh, I, yeah. I get her. Oh, dude, I get her. Wait, you haven't seen Beaches yet, though, have you? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no. But. But but um, I'm talking specifically Don't. about Winifred. Like sisters, I I desperately want to be Winifred because this girl suffers no fools. She does all the work. <laughs> She's pulling people along all the time. It's, it's a it's a very theatrical performance. Oh, it's so good. But you know you know what's really funny? Our four year old son Camden loved Kathy Najimy the best, which I always felt kind of like she was kind of the she was the extra sister in a way. <laughs> And like and and she's also here. And I even forgot her name. Her name's Mary. And and Camden's like, Mama, what's her name? And I said, It's Mary. And he's like, I love Mary. My favorite scenes were when Mary wrote a vacuum and when Mary at the end said bye-bye before she died. Those are my favorite scenes. I haven't seen this one in forever. This came out when I was thirteen, so I don't think it uh, hit as much for me. You're a little too old for it because at that point I was in. This was you're already in the Halloween. <laughs> no, I'm not, no. I, I was the the 
guardrail on R-rated movies had kind of been let down for me. So yeah. I was like into That's like, what I'm saying. You were in a Halloween and Freddy and Jason. Exactly. So uh, revisiting, I'm like, oh, this is yeah. pretty good. I was nine. I was really into this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, the Like I said, the eerie Indiana guy. Yeah. I was a big fan of, of that as a kid. It was a good show. Um, Thor Birch, of course. Is I was great. a big fan of the guy in the beginning who was like probably 14 or 15, but it, my nine year old self was like, he's cute. What's his name? Huh? What's his name? I don't know his name. I can't remember. Vanessa Shaw. Thackeray. Thackeray that's, Binks. That's who I was a fan of as a kid. Well, of course you were. Do you know what's funny? I said to uh, Brooklyn in the beginning when I watched it, I said, when I was a kid, we all thought he was cute. And I pointed to human Thackeray. And she goes, oh, no, he is cute, mama. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a, in some, in some scenes of Hocus Pocus, I got a bit of the uh, Enchanted vibe. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Enchanted kind of took a, a bit from this as well, yeah, which I love. So let's talk about maybe some interesting thematic elements to this film. Um, let's touch upon the fact that Sarah Jessica Parker actively seems to want to play with young boys. Like, I get that she's kind of like the tart of the group in general, but there are so many instances where she's like, can I play with him? And and we're all like laughing, but I'm like, she's a pedophile. This is actually a bit much. I love that the crux of all this like happening kind of revolves around uh, this kid being a virgin. Yes. So you know what's really funny? (laughs) And it comes up so often. I remember this before watching. I go, they keep teasing him for being a virgin. And what do I do if Brooklyn asks me, what's a virgin? Because, I, you know, Justin and I always follow this kind of policy, being generally pretty honest. So I'm like, I'm not sure I want to have this conversation in the middle of Hocus Pocus, though. So every time. Right. So every time I knew that that was coming or that it was brought up, I don't know if you noticed, Justin, but I started talking loudly over the film. They were like, so so the robot is like, a virgin lit the candle. And I'm like, popcorn. Who wants popcorn? Like, oh, off to the side. <laughs> I just didn't want to have that talk right then. And there was another time. Where I- this reminds me of, of, of when Tempo comes on by Lizzo now. Oh, I do the no. same thing. Oh, no. Popcorn. <laughs> Brooklyn's like, this, this song has a lot of bad words in it, mama. I'm like, yes, She's offended by that I'm song. So, She's like offended. Anyway, um, so yeah, so our, it went over our kids' heads probably largely because I was yelling over every time they they knocked him for being. I wonder a how I wonder how long you can carry on this popcorn thing and not talk about <laughs> you know. Let's just push the the birds and the bees conversations as far. Kick the can, yeah, just popcorn. <laughs> Who wants popcorn? Well, there was a part where Camden was. Um, oh, this is you and your friend. Who wants popcorn? <laughs> Camden was being distracting and getting up in my lap, and and I knew that that one of those conversations was happening on screen. And you were, I don't think you knew though, and you were kind of getting mad. You were like, everybody be quiet. You guys are ruining this movie for me because you guys keep talking and everyone like, be quiet. I can't hear. And I was like, who needs to hear? Nobody. It's fine. Because like, I just didn't want them to hear. Because you're a mess. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, that stuff. You know what's crazy is, uh, did I ever tell you a story about my dad? This is a very embarrassing story. Oh, boy. That's just not that embarrassing. I think I was in the right here. But around the time when this movie came out, I was 13 or 14. We're talking about virginity and stuff. Obviously, I was a virgin. Anyway, but the funny (laughs) funny part of the story is my dad went away for like a a business trip or something. Sure. He came out here to LA. Came back to uh, North Carolina. And he's like, I've got a present for you, son. Oh, no. (laughs) And you you see some of my dad's presents. (laughs) But he's like, uh, I got you a t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, cool. What is it? Is it like Los Angeles or something? I've told you this before. No, but I'm guessing. Go he gave ahead. Me, he gave me a uh, a Virgin record shirt, but it just said Virgin on it. Shut your <laughs> face. Oh, my God. So it was like emblazoned. Like I'm wearing my uh, Superman shirt. It was like <laughs> not as big as this, but almost as big. It just said Virgin. Giant V. And I was like, Dad, I can't wear this out. <laughs> Did you tell him why? I was like... Dad, don't don't let me do this. It's a virgin because of course I told it. Like, what else is gonna say? Like, wear it to school and be like, right. "Hey guys, right. so what did your dad say when you were like, did you not notice what's on this shirt, Dad?" <laughs> I, I don't remember. He probably wasn't like happy about it. But I was like, maybe I'll just wear his like that's a, funny it's a nighttime shirt, pajama shirt. Yeah, that's what you do with all the shirts you don't want to wear outside. It's, it's my virgin shirt. Night, guys. <laughs> Omg, that's amazing. 
<laughs> is that something like if your mom or dad like brought this back from a trip, would, would you be like, yes, I can't wear to wear this every day? Oh yeah, no, it's something something unfortunate would have to happen to that shirt. I'm not sure what, but I would find a way to ruin it. But yeah, poor Erie Andy, Indiana. They make fun right. of his virginity. So, so they make fun of his virginity. Movie. Sarah Jessica Parker is basically a pedophile. And then there's this whole like sort of subtext happening with Binks. So Binks, okay, let's dissect this for a second. First of all, kid's really into his sister. Like, really into his sister. Are you talking about cat dissection? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. Anyway. I was, I was confused. Um, you and, said, and then, let's talk about this. Let's dissect this thing for a second. Oh, I was like, well, no. Whatever. No, no. You okay. can't, well, you can't die. And then, uh, and then Thor Birch comes along, and he's kind of like her little house cat. She's doting. I'm like any girl who's eight years old would do. But then at the end, when he like turns into his human self, there's like this whole like little moment where he's like, you know, I'm free now and, but I'll always be with you. And he gives her like this little kiss on the cheek. Did you catch that though? Because I, as a kid, I didn't catch it as much. In fact, I was probably jealous of Thora Birch. It was like that nurse on Michael Myers thumbs. Like stop it. (laughs) But as an adult, I'm like, whoa, that teenage boy is planting a little kiss on that eight-year-old. Ghost hottie. Ghost teen hottie. to the eight-year-old who's like smiling. And I'm like, oh my God. And maybe I'm just like getting all pearl clutchy as I get older. You thought it was inappropriate? Slightly. Really? And and as a kid, I I was jealous of Thora Birch. He was a ghost. He was like her best friend cat for like a week or whatever. whatever. Do you want to watch that kiss again? A day. It wasn't like a friendly kiss. So you thought he should have like ghost like like blown her kiss? I feel like he should have kissed her on the hand like Jack kisses Rose's hand. A little more appropriate. I'm sorry. Maybe he should have like got down on all fours and like she could like rub the back of his neck like stop. when he was a cat. You stop. I mean, am I getting all pearl clutchy as I get older? Is that what's happening? I mean, again, he is a ghost, and you know she did have a crush on him. So I know. You know, this this was probably just like a seminal moment. You know, as she grew up, just like oh, I remember when that. I guess, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, cat, that teenager. That, that, that cat turned into a hot teenage <laughs> ghost and then gave me a slightly inappropriate kiss. That was hot. I guess it's that, still not know? as inappropriate as Sarah How Jessica old was Parker. She? How old was she? Young boys. She was playing eight. Eight. That's she's, a she's, year she's... older than Brooklyn. Hmm. And now, yeah, context, huh? <laughs> Binks, come on. Binks. I know. It's Binks. I would want to be kissed by Binks, too. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, no. Now I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. Damn it. <laughs> it comes full circle. Like I said, I just I just find it funny that we go about like, you know, <laughs> Michael Myers getting his hand filleted <laughs> next to the the therapy hot tub to slightly inappropriate ghost kisses from... <laughs> from our ABC Hallmark from, movie, from, movie. From hottie ting binks cat dude <laughs> do you know what else i didn't it's funny how many times i've seen this growing up but uh it's been a long time like a long gap since i've seen it do you know what i didn't catch this entire time that when bet midler sings i put a spell on you that she's putting a spell on them to not be able to stop dancing and stay oh, there you all night. That? no i knew she sang it and i knew it was like a or lively did, performance but the whole like second half of the movie they're like oh man where are my parents <laughs> guess they're having fun everybody must be having lots of fun yeah were you like, yeah, I guess they are. <laughs> Not yes. that they're under a spell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, the so things you realize. Important plot point. Oh, you know, I miss certain things. Uh, I got a, a, I got a trivia for you. Okay. Can you throw this one out for you? Yes. I, you might like it. The role of Max Dennison was originally offered to... Leonardo DiCaprio. He turned it down to appear in... Growing Pains. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Ah. Oh. Damn. He, he picked correctly. But he could have done I mean, both. Yeah. I did know that. I forgot, but I did know that he had been offered that part. It's pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. Um, I like the like the campy ways that they use their very small budget for some of this special yes. effects stuff. I uh it's pretty great. The book is great. The the riding around on brooms and uh, vacuum. vacuums yeah. and stuff is fun. Uh, the the ex of Winifred who was brought back to life as the zombie and who looks like oh, he's yeah. pretty fed up with her the entire time, Billy. That's And great. then finally unsews his own mouth and just helps the kids. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> um, I love that Brooklyn seemed to be more scared by this movie than Camden. Yeah. 
that, well, this is a campy masterpiece. And I think now it's funny though, the minute it was over, Camden wanted to go back and watch like the last 10 minutes of it all over again. And Brooklyn asked me in the car, can we play the Hocus Pocus soundtrack? So I think this is like the new thing that they're going to be into. This is like a Descendants discovery for them. During a 2008 interview, Bette Miller stated that this was her favorite of all of her films. She's right. You haven't even seen all of her films. Shut up. <laughs> we should have, we should do, we'll have to do a Bette Midler episode in the future. There, yes. there, are, there are several. You haven't seen, uh, what's the one that I just uh, mentioned? Uh, Down and Out Beverly Hills. Nope. Oh my God. We have to do that. Okay. You know what we'll, we'll <gasps> you know what we'll pair it with? What? LA Story. Okay. You still haven't seen LA. I can't believe you grew up in LA and you haven't seen all these Los this Angeles is, movies. This is the that movie that our friends the Freedmans, Allison and Brian, wanted us to see. Well, LA story. No, I've seen the movie, Chrissy. I've I seen know, it many, but many for the times. Podcast. Okay. Well, good idea, guys. <laughs> uh what else about Hocus Pocus, Chrissy? This is your movie, your favorite movie of all time. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Just kidding. You are ridiculous and wonderful. As I look for uh this other trivia piece I wanted to tell you. Go ahead. Uh, the bullies. Let's talk about the bullies for a second in this movie. So, Ice. Ice. You know it's his name. His because name it's is Ernie. etched in the back of his head. <laughs> I kind of... Hair. So, you know what? I, I have some hope for the future, guys. Can I just, like, brief aside. People shit constantly on millennials and on uh, the new generation coming up behind millennials as being, like, entitled and very into technology and not human interaction and blah, blah, blah. But you know what they, this generation and the one forthcoming has going for them? They're not total social assholes. They're, they can spot bullies. They're, they're not, like, there's bullying. I mean, bullying exists. I don't mean to say, like, bullying doesn't exist anymore. Of course it does. But it's not to the, like, what we saw in Hocus Pocus, I think, is somewhat indicative of... of how a lot of schools were back then and it seemed normal you know watching it you don't feel like this is hyperbolic in any way it's like yeah those guys exist just like they did in the in a christmas story you know but but, but i think you're you're right like i think uh the our our child our children's generation yeah you know a little, a little bit older hopefully they won't tolerate bullies as much no uh, and you, so they overall, know what bullies are they're they, much they, nicer as a generation overall they'll step in yeah if it's the never ending story at the end, they'll, you know, ride the dog right into the bullies' faces. Yeah, basically. But it's funny how bullying was such a very uh, large thematic element in all these movies that we're talking about from back in the day. And, and uh, I'm happy to say that doesn't seem to be as much of a factor. It still is not as much as it was back then. So it was almost out of place watching these these dudes like steal his sneakers, demand candy, demand cash. You know, uh, hold up Thora Birch from leaving a house. They're like, you know, harassing an eight year old. And uh, I watched our own kids, and Camden in particular kept saying, "Like, are they bullies? Like, what's what's wrong? What what are they doing?" At one point, the word "ugly" is used, and Brooklyn, I'm oh, no, sorry, Camden turns to me and says, "What does ugly mean?" And I thought, "Oh, we're doing a good job. We're doing a good job with this next generation. They don't even know what that means." One of my one of my favorite scenes in Hocus Pocus, and you know, other than the three main gals. Uh, their performances. So One of the best reasons that you should watch it if you've never seen it is there's a scene where Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall yes. play, play husband and wife, and Gary Marshall play, is uh, dressed up as a guy as Satan <laughs> yeah. for Halloween. And uh, call me master. The sisters think that he's the real Satan, <laughs> and that Penny Marshall is what Satan's like person well, <laughs> it's well, really he, funny he's scene. like come meet the girl, and and That's Winifred's like he has a girl. <laughs> <laughs> there are some there speaking of that there you're right that's a wonderful moment there are so many moments in this movie where it's like all those little things that they haven't been awake you know for fish, 300 this years this is a fish out of water movie yeah like asphalt <laughs> what is that and rain and or you know with sprinklers and the bus and yeah. cars sirens it's great i think it's great i agree because i think it's a good movie thanks justin <laughs> i'm glad that we watched something enjoyable what we also watched Halloween too, and you gave that a C C plus. Yeah, I did. And now it's the end of Scary Movie Month. I know. We can move on to another month. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Um we gotta figure out what that month is. Oh, hocus pocus. So you wanna give a final grade? A minus. A minus? Yeah. I get a B plus. All right. It's pretty good. Solid movie. Good movie to watch with the kids. Yeah. I'm glad you Hold, bought it holds, bought it on Blu-ray. Holds up. Bought it on Blu-ray for Chrissy. It does hold up. 
who's whose birthday's coming up next week. Yay. By the way. I'm old. Happy early birthday, Chrissy. Gracias. But don't don't ask her what she wants. Don't ask her what she wants. Guys. <laughs> I I won't even. <laughs> Suffice it to say, I'm an old lady. All I want is like to sleep in. That's what I want. Well And for the weather to be warm. Well, we might be on fire, so you I might did, be lucky. I did. So you know what's really funny? So my birthday is November 4th, and I hate being cold. And every single year it happens where it's like, it's warm, like super warm, like right up until two, three days before my birthday. November 1st rolls around and suddenly the weather realizes it's fall here in LA and gets cold by LA standards. I don't think it's going to happen this year, Justin. I looked at the weather and, and if it doesn't change, the forecast for my birthday is 83 degrees. I'm so happy for you. In November. <laughs> Yay. So happy for you. Chrissy. <gasps> what? In Hocus Pocus, the fountain featured in the opening credits of Friends is the same fountain in front of the school. <gasps> Worlds collide. Wow. The more you know. Jennifer Lopez auditioned for the role of Sarah Sanderson. Wow. Oh. Well, she would have been good, but this is an iconic Sarah Jessica role. Anyway, like I said, liked it. Liked Halloween too, both enjoyable films. Um, hoping to have a the happy end. Halloween. Won't be eating much candy myself. What are we going to do with all the the candy the kids get? Because usually we just kind of eat it ourselves over the course of several months. Isn't there like a some kind of buyback campaign that we can invest in? <laughs> you know, some dentists do that where they like Come oh, bring really? all your candy and I will give you. I never heard of that. Some free toothpaste or toothbrushes or <laughs> yay. Or toy. I think it's like you know how the at our dentist they have like the little toy yes, b- the box chest, thing. Yeah. Like I would trade my to- my candy for some toys if they were cool toys. All right. I'm on board. I don't know what we're going to do. We've already got tons downstairs already. Yeah. Because we just went through like a, you know, a gauntlet of birthday parties that never end. Yes. So many birthday parties. Too many parties. People like our kids. This is nice. Stop having kids, kids. What? Stop having friends. (laughs) Tell our kids to stop having friends. Aww. (laughs) Just kidding. That's sad. Just kidding. Chrissy, what else? Where can you find our podcast online? You can Google us or you can find us on social media at Movie Geek Cast. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our podcast is available for download wherever you like to download your podcasts from. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we hope everyone has a, a safe and happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Or if you're listening to this after that you had a safe Halloween, happy Night. Halloween. You stay away from fire. You stay away from fire. Yeah, exactly. Stock up on water. Stock up on water. That's it. Just stay safe, guys. Yeah. We love you. Love thanks you. thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.